Hello, Jamaica. I am Kadian Crumby-Murray with your Social Studies Connection for today. We continue to engage with lessons from the unit government. This is the first of a three-part look at the structure of government. Some persons would call it the branches of government. Our topic for today is the legislature. You will need to take notes at various points throughout the class, so have your notebooks and pens ready. Our objectives for today are 1. Define and use correctly key concepts within the lesson. These will be clarified as we go along. They are Constitution Separation of powers Unicameral and bicameral and Composition Objective 2 Describe the composition and functions of Parliament 3. Discuss the role of the opposition 4. List the role of the Prime Minister within the Legislature. And 5. Outline the role of the Head of State. As is customary, we will review the content at the end of the lesson. We begin with a question just to see if you remember a key term. I wonder, is there any student out there who could remind us of what the word constitution means? Parents supervising? The student should have told you that a constitution is a written document which contains the most important laws and principles that the citizens of a country agree to be governed. This document may be regarded as a contract between the citizens and their government. The constitution outlines several things to include structure of government, powers of the legislature, executive, and judiciary, rights, freedoms, and responsibilities of citizens, method of choosing the government, conditions of citizenship, and the role of the civil service. Good. Now that we have that prior knowledge cemented, let's begin. The structure of government comprises three branches, the legislative branch, an executive branch, and the judicial branch. Having three distinct branches is to safeguard against the abuse of power while the government carries out its duties. In theory, each branch is supposed to function without interference from any of the other branches. This provision within the Constitution to divide the powers of government across the three branches is called separation of powers. It is important to point out that it is sometimes difficult to keep all three branches independent of each other because, at times, there are members of the executive who are also members of the legislature. Let's look at examples of how the separation of powers work. Ready? The executive, which is the business branch of government, should not spend the public's money without the approval of parliament. Next, the Public Accounts Committee of Parliament has the power to investigate controversial expenditure by the executive or any government-sponsored institution. And the judiciary can declare void or illegal any act of parliament which seeks to take away citizens' rights or freedoms. Let's now look at Objective 2. 
describe the composition of the legislature, also called the parliament. The legislature or parliament comprises the senate, also called the upper house, and the lower house, also called the house of representatives. If a legislature has only one body, it is described as unicameral. If it has two bodies, like we have here in Jamaica, it is described as bicameral. Both the Senate and the House of Representatives have a maximum of five years in office. That is why elections are held every five years. In a bicameral legislature, members of the Senate or the Upper House are nominated, not elected. Let us say that again for our classmates who are still writing. Members of the Senate are nominated, not elected. There are 21 senators in Jamaica's system who may have been nominated in any one of the following ways. 1. Government senators nominated by the Prime Minister. And there are opposition senators nominated by the leader or leaders of opposition party or parties with sitting members in the House of Representatives. It is also important to note that the Prime Minister nominates the majority of senators. This means that when it is time to vote on a particular matter, the ruling party will have majority votes in the Senate. The government will also have most members of the House of Representatives or Parliament. The House of Representatives or Lower House is made up of members of Parliament. We sometimes call them MPs. They are elected from the governing party as well as members of the opposition party who won their seats following general elections. Let's now look at the functions of the legislature. Take notes. The legislature passes legislation, sometimes called laws. They repeal or revoke legislation. This means that if after discussions and the relevant procedure, some laws may be removed. They also amend the constitution when necessary. And the word amends here means to make adjustments. The House of Representatives also imposes taxes and approves the national budget. It authorizes the expenditure of public funds and ratifies international treaties. Ratify here means to give approval or consent. Lastly, the House of Representatives examines government's activities and performance through parliamentary questions. For example, when the Public Accounts Committee has questions about the manner in which a government office or government-funded institution spends public funds. And we have had a few noteworthy cases like this in most recent times. The first function of the legislative branch of government mentioned was that this branch passes legislation. Question. Can anyone tell me about any type of laws that they are aware of and their core purpose? I will give you an example. Constitutional law. Constitutional law protects the rights and freedoms of individuals. So under zones of special operations, ZOZO, 
Some Jamaicans assert that they have been or are being held for a long time without being charged. Such allegations of violations of rights or freedom of movement would be handled under constitutional law. Okay, class, your turn. Kathy says immigration laws and that they are there to regulate the movement of people in and out of a country. You are correct, Kathy. We saw this in the earlier parts of COVID-19 when our borders were closed and gradual entry was given to varying categories of people at different times. John says commercial laws and that they regulate business transactions. Good job, John. Shay says gun laws, which deal with gunmen. Well, Shay, I understand what you're trying to say, but let's help you to be more specific. The correct name for the law that would deal with such issues is criminal law. Such laws prohibit criminal activity and provide ways of dealing with criminals. Let's repeat. Criminal law prohibits criminal activity and provides ways of dealing with criminals. Let's take another law. Jody says traffic laws, and that they regulate the use of roads by vehicles and pedestrians. Yes, Jody. So that is why our police officers are on the road keeping order. If someone goes over the stated speed limit and they are stopped by police, they may be given a ticket. Roy says civil law and that they provide guidelines for settling disputes between individuals and groups. Good job, Roy. I see Ben has his hand up. He wants to know if when his grandfather and the neighbor were having disagreements over where their land boundaries were, if that matter was dealt with under civil law. Yes, Ben. This situation falls under civil law. Thanks for responding. So, now that we have been exposed to the names given to the different branches of government, the definition of separation of powers and how it works, the composition of parliament and how senators are nominated, as well as the functions of House of Representatives and the different types of laws, let us now turn our attention to the roles of the opposition, Prime Minister, as well as the Head of State. Role of the Opposition Let's hear an interview with Mas Babu, who has observed government and opposition titles passed between our two major political parties even before he first exercised his franchise or the right to vote. Hello, Mas Babu. Today we are going to chat a little about the role of the opposition and what prevents them from being effective. Lord, me teacher, it's long time I follow in politics, you know. All before I could dip my finger. Yes, man. My Auntie Lucille tell me whole heap of things about politics before I started voting in 1962. You know, so since 1944 to 2020, both the JLP and the PNP win elections the same number of times? Yes, man, nine times each. 
the role of the opposition important for the preservation of democracy, you know? Yes, man. One, the opposition party criticize and oppose government policy that they no agree with. But it's not just oppose for oppose sake, you know? It must make sense, my teacher. Two, they make sure that the legislature, that is the law-making part of government, keep the power of the executive in check. Yes, man, can't make them get out of hand in this place. Three, opposition ensure that the government is accountable for its actions, man. Mm-hmm. The government responsible for making proper decisions for the good of the country. So the opposition keep them alert and tell the country when they make bad decisions. Like with corruption, crime, social services and taxes. Next thing what the opposition do man. Opposition put forward its own bills to improve the governance of the country. Teacher, you tell them Pitney about Bill yet? No, Mass Babu, you tell them. Ah, when you hear the word bill, when we're talking about government, it's not like your mother light and water bill, you know. A bill is a proposal for an idea to become law, to put it in the Constitution. Teacher, you tell them about Constitution already? Yes, Mass Babu. Ah, good. You know, teacher, Sometimes the effectiveness of opposition limited, you know. Yes, man. Sometimes ministers of the ruling party use delayed tactics and tricks to stretch out a discussion. Mm-hmm. Next thing, the fact that the ruling party have the most vote in the legislature or the parliament means that the opposition get voted out over a situation whole heap time. Yes, man. Ah, uh, thank you very much, Mas Babu. We'll talk again about the role of the head of state. Ah, my teacher. What good, yam data? What good? <laughs> Boy, Mas Babu is a character. Let's now move on to objective four. Roles of the Prime Minister. Take notes. The Prime Minister is the head of government. He or she is appointed... Some people would say sworn in by the head of state who would be our governor general. The appointment of the prime minister is made on the basis that he or she is one, the leader of the political party that won the election, and is the person that the majority of the elected members of the House of Representatives has confidence in to lead. As prime minister, he or she has many roles. He or she determines the size of the cabinet and chooses its members, recommends the appointment or dismissal of cabinet members to the governor general, chairs cabinet meetings, assigns or reassigns the responsibilities of cabinet members. We call that reshuffling. Next, takes the lead in formulating policies for the country coordinates the work of the various ministries, fixes the date for elections, and advises the Governor-General when to dissolve Parliament in preparation for general elections. In some Caribbean countries, 
the Prime Minister is able, in consultation with the Leader of Opposition, to choose judges and recommend these judges to the Governor-General for appointment. Okay, class, let's do our little brain exercises. After three, you're going to point those hands up to the sky and inhale. Then slowly take them down, pointing to the floor while exhaling. Ready? Inhale. And point those hands up, 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 up to the sky. Exhale and lower your hands until they point to the floor. One more time. Inhale. Point to the sky and exhale. Lower those hands to the floor. Great job. The last area we will look at before reviewing the lesson is the role of the head of state. Let us listen to what Mas Babo has to say. Lord, nice to talk to you again, teacher. In a constitutional monarchy, the governor general is the head of state, you know. Yes, man. The role of the GG, as we old people call the position, is mainly ceremonial. The GG powers limit him to, 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 to what the constitution allow him to do. You tell the class to take notes, teacher. Students, please take notes. Yes, man. The governor general do quite a number of things. Number one, he may appoint the prime minister. Two, he may appoint the leader of the opposition. He may appoint independent senators. You, you know, him, 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 him nominate them to go in. And, and because they're independent, they're not connected to any political party, you know. They represent some interests like education and business. And the GG appoint judges to the local privy council. The governor general also acts on the advice of the prime minister, you know. Mm -hmm. The GG appoint or dismiss ministers. He also declare that the, the, the parliament is dissolved due to the elections coming up. And he also appoint the judges. Thank you, Mas Babu. Yes, man. Anytime, teacher. Anytime. Class, let's review our lesson for today. And of course, we'll do that by questioning. Number one. Explain why it is important to have separation of powers. Your explanation should include the fact that separation of powers within the structure of the Constitution is such that it ensures that there is no interference in the operations of one branch by another branch. The three branches of government are independent. Two. How is the separation of powers evident in our system? The executive should not spend the public's money without the approval of parliament. The Public Accounts Committee of Parliament has the power to investigate controversial expenditure by the executive. The judiciary can declare void or illegal any act of parliament which seeks to take away citizens' rights or freedoms. Good. What is another name given to the Senate? Upper House. Good job. What is another name given to the Lower House? 
House of Representatives. Good thinking. Next, if you should hear the term unicameral, what would it be referring to? Gemma says it's the name given to a legislature that has only one body. That's correct, Gemma. So, Gemma, help us with this, this one as well. What if the term you hear is bicameral? What would it be referring to? Gemma says a legislature with two bodies. That's correct. Next one. We stated that the legislature is responsible for making laws. Can anyone share with the class any two types of laws and what they do? Shea says criminal law and it prohibits criminal activity and provides ways of dealing with criminals. Yes, Shea, I'm happy you understand it now. We also have traffic laws that regulate the use of the roads by vehicles and pedestrians. Homework time. First piece of homework. Research the name of any three senators and the ministry they are assigned to. Let's repeat. Research the names of any three senators and the ministry they are assigned to. Secondly, research the stages in making a law. Hint. This process has up to 10 stages. You could draw a table in your notebook with two sides. The left side to write the name of each stage and the right side to give the explanation of each stage. For part two of our look at the branches of government, we will be discussing the executive. You will need four pieces of paper cut in squares along with a marker and stick glue. Time is up on us. So until we meet again, I am Kaden Crumpy Murray with your Social Studies Connection. Goodbye.